Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Let's go. Zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap. Protect your peace, protect your energy. Alright, welcome back to the Zen Trap. It's your host, Yogi LG. And Zen P. We're back with another Zen Trap perspective. CTP. ZTP. We got a video review you doing for the, we're doing for you today uh so we hope you enjoy it yeah so the title of this video is Brene Brown why your critics aren't the ones who count super super good video I definitely am a fan of Brene Brown <laughs> uh I've I've been following her probably for about I have no clue six seven years ever since the power of vulnerability TED talk dropped um hopefully we'll cover that one day as well that I'm that, sure we will that one means a lot to me as well so this one was a really good one we wanted to start here just because um it was really it was a really good video I really think it was great so uh, so in that breath who would you recommend this video to uh my my thing is you have to be uh kind of ready to have a conversation of being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. Uh, and I think anybody who's kind of nervous about jumping out on that invisible bridge that I reference sometimes or just doing something that you've been nervous about doing, scared about doing, criticizing yourself or taking criticism from other people, anybody that's in that space that kind of feels blocked there, I think you should definitely uh, listen to this video. It's, it's a good one for you. What about you? I would definitely recommend this to creators. Anybody that's Absolutely. trying to create something, and when we, when I say creators, I don't mean you have to be a social media creator or whatever that people think creator means these days. If you are a t-shirt, but any any entrepreneur any creator. creator, anything, if you're at work and you have to give a presentation and you're scared of people seeing your work, that type of vulnerability, I would recommend this to any creators and anybody um if you're struggling with vulnerability or something and you want to know more about it and have different angles, I would recommend this video to almost like anyone. Yeah. And actually, I think when she does this, she's at a creative con or conference or something mm. like that. It's a conference for creators. So uh, definitely that was a great way to summarize that is just putting them as creators. Um, so ZMP, how would you describe this video to a person who's never uh, seen it? I would describe this video as a, again, we're all about practicality here. As you can see, I love layman terms, a very layman terms, practical way to understand how to feel about putting yourself out there and not only putting yourself out there, but putting yourself out there through putting your work out there. And again, your work can be whatever it may be, whatever, whatever thing. Cause I think even inside of this video, she even asked herself, like, what would you do almost? And again, I'm paraphrasing if nobody would judge it or if people would make fun of it. So you don't have those social uh, pressures or cues on it. You don't have people laughing at you or those, you know, I guess stigmas against some stuff. Like what, what would you do? What would you make? Like it, and whatever that is, maybe you should try that. Maybe you should explore it. Absolutely. I think, that was probably one of my bars from the video of her just asking that question. What would you do if you know people wouldn't say this about you? Whatever this is, uh, what would you create? Yeah, so how would you describe this video to somebody who's never seen it? Uh, pretty much the same way. I think it's it's definitely for someone who uh, is, like I kind of said, just like stuck in that rut of like fear, uh, is letting fear or comparing themselves take over. Like where you're getting too critical of yourself. Um, I would definitely recommend it for someone or describe it like 
kind of like a way to navigate through those feelings. Like I'm critiquing myself um, or, and she compares putting yourself out there kind of to a, a battlefield or the arena as they call it. Um, when she, she references some other stuff on Theodore Roosevelt, but when she's talking about being in the arena, just putting yourself out there, I think it shows you kind of how to navigate that and how to be prepared for that space. So going transition to what like what is your favorite bar from here from this video? All right, so my bar my bar is the famous quote um, from Theodore Roosevelt uh, that she quotes in the video, which I'm I'm gonna just read it and it's a paraphrase as well. Um, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points um, out how strong how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done better. Uh, the credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred with dust and sweat and blood, who at his best uh, knows the triumph of high achievement, and at his worst, if he fails, he fails daring greatly. Ooh. So that that's my bar. Um, just And I think you can take that however you want to take it, but to me it just means... You know, people can laugh at you pointing from the stands, right? But if you can't get on the court and even try, don't. I'm not interested. Trial and error. Uh, what about you? Do you have a bar? Of course, of course. I really had two. I think the first one I had was, hey, almost a short version of that. If you're not failing, you're not trying. And what we say, college? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I don't remember that. <laughs> Some people used to say that. I ain't, I ain't necessarily say that. I don't remember that. I, don't, I, I heard. That. I heard. Oh, you heard about it? Yeah. I heard a couple of people say it, but yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that part. Basically, exhaust all your options. Get out there. You gotta be trying. Yeah. So yeah, if you're not failing, you're not really putting yourself out there. Because again, I think a lot of people, you gotta show yourself grace. That's a part of the process. I think when you start to understand it, like if you listen to any successful person, anybody that's accomplished almost anything they will talk about their failures. I think a lot of people overlook hearing people say that, but because it's like, man, you already made it. Like, I don't want to hear about right. when you fail, but those failures, like, fall forward. Same, It's the same stuff in all these books and videos. Yeah. Uh, I think my other one was, oh, you can't be creative without vulnerability. Oof. Like, What's literally they go hand in hand. Now, I feel like this segues almost into like a lot was going on in like culture where a lot of maybe even artists or people want to be like put their creative work out there and not have people critique it. Like they just want to do it, right. which I feel them on that. But it's almost like people are going to judge it. Now, whether you read it and take it and bring it in, that's one one yeah. thing. But like you, you got to know that like if you are putting something out there for people to in, in digest, people are going to. Critique yeah, I mean, it, right, you get wrong, celebrities that turn off their comments, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. All and you time. don't have to be a celebrity to, to get sure. cyberbullied. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So, yeah. that I mean, I think that was a really good bar. Another thing that was really good for me was she was talking about seats in the arena oh, for yeah, specific people. Um, so, there's always a seat for shame. Uh, there's a seat for scarcity. There's a seat for comparison. There's a seat for... That one person that just says something to you that like triggered you in elementary school, you ain't never gonna be nothing, or, or maybe it's a coworker or something like that. Or and then there's a seat for you of being a critic of yourself. So her just saying like the best thing you can do is there's gonna those people are gonna be in the arena. 
those the, sh- the shame, the comparison, it's going to be there. You're going to be there. You're going to criticize yourself. Ultimately, reserve a seat for those people. Might as well invite them to the you show, might baby. Might as well invite them. Hey, right? if you're going to do something, will be televised. You might as well do it with confidence. Because it ain't ever helped you to not do it with confidence. Why not? Might as well hey, fake it till you make it, all of that. Yeah. So would you say that's your favorite section in the video? Absolutely. Uh, just when she's Running through each of those seats? Running through each What of was your favorite seats? seat or a seat that you kind of didn't, maybe well, a seat would, that you struggled with? Or, yeah. I would even say like that something, something that relates that yeah. to me and my life is like the seat is, I'm a, probably two seats. Okay, cool. And that's comparison. And then me be, me being my biggest critic, right? Yeah. So, yes, there's shame. I deal with that scarcity part of it for sure. But there's some people I'm sure that are like hating and want me to not do good, whatever. But me just really coming down on myself and like making these things that are just like small doubts, making them mountains in, in my head, right? Overthinking right. things. So I think that was a good one for me. And then the comparison, right? Trying to keep up with the Joneses, which I'm not real big on that, but just oh, I wanna I want I wanna be able to do this like so and so. Like really I'm on my own journey, on my own path. Like it's how nice. I get to peace or how I get to wherever I'm going is gonna be my own path. And I gotta embrace that and constantly remind myself like it's you on your own path. It's your own journey. So uh, what about yourself? What do you think is your uh, something you can use from the video or something that applies to your life from this video? Yeah, and I just want to hint off of what you just said, too. Just my, my favorite, or not favorite, a seat that I don't kind of struggle with because I think all the other seats I'm, I'm semi-okay on, but the seat about inviting your loved ones, Oh yeah, that was big for me because, like, that was good. The the people who are going to be there for you regardless, like opening up and showing that to them. And it's not even about like, because I, I think for me, I definitely struggle with showing, I guess, uh, what she talked about in the video, how like, I'm thinking so much about like what strangers are going to, a stranger going right. to dissect it. I'm not even valuing or taking the time to even consider the, the my loved one's opinions and stuff all the people I'm, who are gonna be with yeah because i think no matter what right wrong and different i think i i take that for granted sometimes yeah, that like yeah y'all gonna y'all gonna fool with it because it's me so your opinion don't matter right but that's not true like your opinion matters the most almost right and i'm of course you want to grow whatever it is you're creative about or your you, you know your work but and sometimes it's, it's, we don't even like, like got, yeah. include them in our creative space. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. I, I definitely need to focus more on reserving a seat for that. Yeah, I definitely, I agree. I do the same thing uh, of kind of like, oh, they they going to be down or whatever. What like, yeah, like, like it's almost like sometimes you, and maybe it's how you're raised or something, but it's like. I, I can say, I don't know about other people, I was a well, I'm a very well-loved child and individual, so I, I, I receive a lot of love, so sometimes I don't need to go looking for like the love part. Right. I almost invite the hate to try and figure out what I need to tweak and stuff, right. which is right, wrong, and different. I still can focus back on making sure I include my loved ones. Right. Um, but you asked like my favorite section of the video. I think my favorite section is almost in like the beginning. I really like her delivery on a lot of stuff. like. I can tell that she put a lot of with her background on like psychological aspects and just naturally almost being funny to me. I even know that she probably even wrote in some of those like I want this to kind of go like this and like 
and, and still delivered it like naturally. So I really enjoyed like the beginning of the video where she's almost just explaining it in her own way and making it super relatable and using, again, the nerdy side of me. I like the science aspect she puts in it. And love the PowerPoint in the back. I love when you can throw up a picture. Yeah, or a meme. for sure. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever been to um, Trap Karaoke, but uh, when you go to Trap Karaoke and they throw those memes on the back, it makes the show, it yeah, takes it. It takes it sure. to a different level. Yeah. So that, that's definitely like you my favorite section. I'm a meme kind of guy. Yeah. What's your favorite meme? Uh, probably the Rihanna one where she's like. Like she do something small, like slick like that, like you know, you know what's up. Oh, like like a little wink or yeah, something. Like, yeah, 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 that. She got some little black on. What's up? <laughs> I, I love me. What's your favorite? I got top two. My top, top two, two favorite. Right. You already know the first one. Michelle Obama. That's my <laughs> shit. Um, and ah, uh, come on now, the James Harden. <laughs> hey, I like the Nick Young too. The, the Nick Young like. That's pretty solid. That's solid. That's solid. And then a uh, walker. Y'all oh, walker. <laughs> or conceited. Okay. Oh, that's top three. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, it's one that I probably like more than most people. The Stephen Draymond little video. They both for the court. No. Oh, that's KD. That's KD. That's KD and Jay. Sorry. What's Stephen uh, Draymond? Where they both like sit on the bench and they like. Waiting and then a three hit, they like, oh, like it's some music in the okay, background. Okay, I gotta see that one. Yeah, it's live. It's All right, live. well, from this video, would you say you have a story in your life that relates? Uh, probably just uh, <clears throat> over the whole video, honestly, relates to kind of where I'm at in the space I'm in, um, and putting myself out there. I think she lists like three things that are absolutely gonna happen. Um, or kind of what it's about. And she's basically like, it's not about winning. It's not about losing. It's about showing up and being seen. Um, so Facts. me just showing up sometimes, I struggle with it. To just put myself out there. And this is not just in a creative space, but just in general. Like to, to be vulnerable, um, to put myself out there, to say the things that, what my fears are, what I'm scared of, or what I truly want in fear that I won't get it. Um, and she talks about how, uh, the second thing is like, for sure, if you get into the arena, you're gonna get your ass whooped. Like it's gonna happen. Hey, that's what. Like, it's it's no way around it. Prepare yourself however you need to prepare yourself, but that doesn't mean stay in the locker room. That's the same bar as David Goggins. Guess what? You were granted and guaranteed when you were born <laughs> that one day you gonna die. <laughs> That's the only thing you were granted and guaranteed. For sure. So, just stepping in the arena, you're going to get your ass kicked. Um, and I think uh, she says another thing that's really good, and I need to work on this too. So, this kind of applies to my life too. If you aren't in the arena as well, getting your ass kicked, I am not interested in your feedback. Man, I'm indifferent on that. Nah. I'm indifferent. honestly, you can't. We can talk. We can sit here and talk about it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you the most annoying thing. I had a coworker. <clears throat> this person specific. Is it story time. Story time. Story time. We need to do this story right. Time. Story time. Story time. With story time. Story time. No, story we gotta time. do this right. We gotta do it right. Gotta do it right. Cause I ain't about to try and clip that shit together like last time. <laughs> Better just listen to this shit. 
Yeah, so I had this coworker, uh, and honestly, oh, is is it story time? I think so. Can you believe story time, it? story time. With LGMP, story time, story time, story time, story time. With LGMP, story time, story time, story time. Story time. Um, so I had this coworker, and this person was like always telling people like how to lose weight, right? Was was overweight. Mm. Always, oh no, nah, this all you need to do. You just got to do this and this, mm. and you sitting there like, all right, I get it. Like you probably know. I'm not saying you ain't right. But you're not in the trenches with us, right? So if you're not over how, here... How can you determine that they well, were in I'm, the trenches with you? Because we was at lunch. I can determine that. Like, you know what you're putting in your body. Oh, And you're telling were. us what we put. We should be eating. This is okay. how you lose weight. Oh, I'm trying to lose weight. Okay, cool. You, it don't look like you're trying to lose weight. But the, the point is, like, it's hard to receive feedback from someone who's not actually out there trying. So just like... Or, or really, should you even be listening? It's just like when you play basketball or sports. It's somebody daddy in the stands that ain't played football and probably ain't never played football, telling you how to play football, telling you how to play basketball. Oh, that coach don't know what he's doing. So you ain't never even been here. My challenge on that, just I agree with you. Okay. I just want to start with that. Okay, I receive that. I agree with you. And I, I, when I first heard that part in the video, I literally wrote it down on my phone that I was going to have a gripe, but it kind of like, not a gripe, but that like I agreed with it. Let me start over. I initially was going to have a gripe with it. Okay. So I was ready to debate. Okay. But I had to re-listen to her and listen to the words that she said. So she didn't say if you like, not, if you're not in the arena, I don't want your feedback or your criticism. She verbatim said, if you're not in the arena, I don't want feedback on how I can be, uh, on what you would do if you were doing it. Like it's I had to do it. It's not the same. Okay. Cause all feedback ain't specifically about like, oh, if I, like, if you're talking about how you would do it, but you ain't doing it, that's different than feedback on like, uh, oh, you know, you can make like these types of tweaks and stuff because again, in my in my eyes, what metaphor I would give against that is like okay. some sports analysis can be the best sports analysis ever and they ain't played nothing. Some basketball coaches could be the best, greatest coaches ever and they suck at basketball. Somebody, again, I don't know this to be true and I definitely wouldn't say that about somebody can be like the best fitness trainer ever and they ain't never worked out or something, but like I don't think they have to be in like great shape to be like inspiring to lose weight and type yeah, stuff. So I'm that's what I'm saying. saying like you have people to can know still... how to do tasks or be good at specific things in order to criticize it. I guess the concept I'm looking at it from is the concept of being putting yourself in your own arena, whatever arena that is. But I'm saying you don't know if they're doing that. Because you don't know if that's their arena or not. Agreed. What I'm saying is if we're in a deep conversation to where you're giving me criticism a and in a space that you aren't even remotely close to, and we're, we're conversing but what's about that. Mean, that? You aren't remotely close to. What does that mean? I mean, you are in the arena. You're not close to being putting on your armor and getting in the arena too. You just literally spectating. So, do you feel like they have to be in the same arena as you to give you feedback? No. Just in your own life. So that's what I'm saying. Not, How do you know that they're not doing that? I'm not saying you absolutely know. What I'm saying is if I'm having a conversation with you, yeah. knowing how well I know you, I know when you in the arena. Well, what I'm saying is what if you're talking to somebody you don't know that well? 
then I'm, your criticism is doesn't even matter. Like you're a stranger. Okay. I'm not even talking to you. Like that's not realistic to me. What I'm, I think that is realistic. She, that's what this podcast is. Strangers are gonna give us feedback and criticism. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not gonna give us feedback and criticism. What I'm saying is, in I don't think that's what she's referring to. Like that in in conversations, uh, just because this person doesn't do this specific task doesn't mean they can't get feedback. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. When I heard it back, she to me what she was referring to was people who are giving you specific criticism about how they would do it. To try and help you, and they are in the arena. Okay. And again, I think you you feel like that's the same, and I feel like that's really different. That's like me trying again. Like you are killing it at knitting, mm-hmm. and I'm saying, oh, Lizzie, you knitting it like that? Like, oh, if you knit it like how I knit it, like, or if you knit it, um, if I was knitting, I would do it like this, this, and this, and I would do this. Yeah, nigga, you don't knit. You yeah, what I'm saying all. is you don't know that though for sure. If you still don't know if that person is in the arena. I understand agree. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Either way, what you're saying is you don't know. Yeah, I agree. You can't absolutely know. I think she's speaking of in a space where you you know what's going on. Like you know what that person has got going on, and like they re- like for example, if we go to one of our friends on some like hey. We really want you to kind of get aligned and like really start focusing on your mental wellness and your mental health and your spiritual wellness. They know we in the arena. Like they know we we working on it too. We working on that kind of stuff every day. So it's different when it's coming from us because we putting ourselves out there. We in the arena. Again, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying you can get that same type of inspiration and feedback from somebody who's not in the arena. Okay. Hey, we can agree to disagree on that. Alright, um, anything else? Any other bars from the book? Something that you can apply to your life right now, take away, just use? Uh, anything else that I can use? Definitely, like I said, make it more uh, focusing on those seats for my loved ones. Um, I could definitely be more vulnerable. I'm not, I'm not a very vulnerable person. Like, uh, we've talked about this probably. Definitely working a lot more at it. Uh, it's probably been like a year or probably like a year and a half since I've seen like a little short clip where I think it was uh, Kelly from Destiny's Child that was on the Breakfast Club and she was talking about the difference between vulnerability and transparency right. and that really shifted my mind on like oh I thought I've been vulnerable this whole time and all I've been is transparent. So what was the difference? Uh, transparent is pretty much just stating like the facts. This is what happened uh, yada yada yada. Vulnerability is when you talk about how the things that transpired made you feel. Right. And I definitely don't talk a lot about how I feel in those situations. And I try and do my best to like process those as it comes um, and, and just try to get the root cause of those things. But I definitely could do a, a much better job of talking about my feelings and explaining those feelings. But I think also, like, I, I try not to be like an emotional burden on people. Like, yeah, I feel that. Which is a nice healthy balance. What about you? Anything? Any? No, I think just uh, me getting out there in the arena, kind of what I talked about. But I think this video is ultimately, I think it's a solid video. It definitely will uh, kickstart you to put yourself out there. If you're creative, put your work out there, whatever it is. Uh, that thing that you think like, oh, everybody's doing this. I can't do it. You can do it. Um, she talks about scarcity in the video. So definitely give it a listen. 
um, if you're creative and you're you're kind of in that space where you're nervous about putting your your things out there. Get out there and fail forward, man. Whatever you're working on right now, for sure. especially if it's like an invention or something. I know you think it's probably like it's not ready. It's not this. Maybe it's not, but you're not gonna know really until you put it out there and get like some feedback. And the other thing is, it can change, and it's okay. I watched this other show that was on like HBO Silicon Valley, I think. Mm -hmm. That sounds like porn. It's not. It's like these computer. Yeah, that's right. You seen? No, that's just where tech people normally work. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much about like how the, the boom of the tech industry. But you can literally start with one idea. You've set up all of this stuff that go one way. Somebody can look at your idea and be like, yeah, all of this is cool, but this is where the money is. If you just focus on this, right. you could fit some other need that you had no idea and you wouldn't have known without throwing it out there and getting all this feedback. Absolutely. So again, man, hey man, put yourself out there. Trial and error, motion versus action, fall for all of that. All that. Thank you for listening to another CTP Zen Track Perspective. Again, I'm Yogi LG. Zen P. We just enter our podcast. We out. We out, baby. Protect your peace, protect your energy. All that. Welcome to the track.